everyone, and welcome back to another episode of High Minded with McCarter. I'm your host, McCarter. I'm super excited to have Kendall Norris here. Thanks for having me. An amazing cannabis female entrepreneur. I've been to several of her events. She hosts amazing cannabis consumption, like really curated events to bring the community together with usually like music or a comedy and then a um, infu- some infused um, like meals or entrees or snacks. Usually paired. Pairings. Yeah. So not yeah. infusions, but like right. cannabis pairings right. with food and exactly. other social activities. All of the things that I love. Yes, which I think is so brilliant. And you're just so amazing. I definitely look up to you. So thank thank you you for coming on my podcast. Of course. I'm so happy to be here. I know that we have kind of talked about it. Well, we did the Chiba Chews um, Caliente interview together, Mm -hmm. and it was super fun, but definitely very spicy. Holy moly. (laughs) I feel like I was was, like sweating for hours after that, and I wore a sweater, and it was like, I mean, it was February, but it was There was snow on the ground. Right, but it was warm that day, and I was like, oh my God, I'm like having power surges. Right, the pits. Like, I'm always just like doing the... Fanning the pits for mm-hmm. those who aren't watching. <laughs> um, but basically, I wanted to kind of ask a similar question of like how you came up with that um, kind of strategy and got into the cannabis scene and all that. Yeah. I mean, I think it's funny when I look back, it's like it was sort of the perfect place, the perfect time. You know, I really um, I joined Women Grow Um And it was really right in the beginning of after Jane West had started this group and I was going to other cannabis events and I was like, this is just, I wasn't, I didn't fit in. (laughs) So kind of a heady crowd at most events. Yeah. Which is fine, you know, but I was like, I was looking for something else. I was looking for like this camaraderie, um, like mentorship at the time and which I found really quickly with uh, Women Grow and I got to know all the like big players um, awesome. when they were starting out too. So it just kind of jived and I um, did the first event with Headquarters, which is not open right now, but it was owned by Ashley Rheingold and her husband at the time. Um, and it was it was just like this beautiful setting and everything was you know everything just kind of fell together but they all share a few components which is food music sometimes comedy sometimes yoga um but always food and music which is really sort of the two things i'm most passionate about be in addition to cannabis but (laughs) that goes without saying love that because i think Cannabis makes food and music better. Yeah. And I use it for that sometimes. For everything. Yeah. And for everything. And for everything else. Yes. That was just so brilliant. Thank you. you. And you know what? I had a dream. I I actually, I had been going to a few of these Women Grow meetings and then Jane hired me to um, help produce their first conference, which was up in Vail at this beautiful resort, Cordillera. And it was so fun for the entire weekend just to be getting high with all of these women who were, you know, I mean, they were shaking things up. They were starting their own companies. They were, you know, running dispensaries, running labs. And it was just so nice to have that intimate time with those ladies. It really kind of, I just kind of saw the light. 
mm-hmm. know, I was like, this is what I'm going to do. I want, I want to have, I want to do events where these people want to come. I love that. So, yeah. Because you want to attract women and people like us. And diversity. Yes, and as well as diversity. Yeah. But yeah, not just like, I feel like it's like the white kind of like Wookiee male (laughs) like vision which is cool i mean i have tons of my friends look just like that they they subscribe to that very you know wooks are people too (laughs) i just saw a shirt andy frasco is making shirts that's his new merch that says wooks are people people too too. and i think that was the funniest thing ever great i love yeah puffco absolutely Absolutely. this is so beautiful this thing thank you excuse me disco Yes, it's on the disco theme. We love Puffco for all of their different inventions and like secret, you know, secret temperatures. Oh, that's okay. If we hear you, we know what it is. <laughs> but we're hitting some uh, Dutch botanicals. I was going to ask. Rosin. It's NYC. They told me what it was, but now I don't remember what. It's delicious. It's kind of peachy. Oh, yes. I love peach. It's peach like, is great. Yeah. yeah, I like that. I need some new tools, some new, I got it. I just got the proxy. Oh, shoot. It's charging. Have you tried it? No. Let's try it. I'm sorry. I need to go get it for us. Hold, please. (laughs) I was like, I need to charge it up before she gets here, and then I forgot to grab it. So thoughtful. What a thoughtful host. Okay, so I brought out the special Look at that beautiful thing. Here you go. Inspect it. Wow. So we can load her up. This is the new. So this is like the original Puffco. Well, besides this glass thing. And then this is the new one, the proxy, which this is the original glass. So it's like a Sherlock Holmes type of pipe. Oh, okay. So this changes. Oh, nice. You can just like pop it out. Oh, my God. Like no one would know what this is. Right? And then I I wouldn't even know what this is. If I saw it, you know, like, I mean, just randomly, like TSA. Right. <laughs> exactly. So it's super fun. We can try out this big one. Does so it sit? No, way... you have to hold it. Well, you can just go like this. This. Okay. Yeah. That would be bad if I'm, I'm, I'm good at breaking glass. Oh, that's okay. This was, they just sent it to me in the mail. I'm like. Oh, nice. Thank you. Well, because yeah. they know I'll create content with it. So. Well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I like. Just give her one. Okay. I have a, um, someone gave me a unicorn. Have you seen this? No. It's like a tiny little, I mean, it's essentially the same um, design as a Puffco, but it's like, it's very smooth. I like it, but I, it's getting, I can tell it's going to take, like, I'm going to have to buy new, um, the inserts, like the, um, I don't even know what you call it, like the uh, ceramic thing that goes oh. in there that. The atomizer. Thank you. That's it. That's the one. I'm trying to get it on this like secret temperature. Tell me about this secret temperature. Okay, there you go. You have to click it five times and this is the Easter egg. It turns into like, it's similar to the disco. Sure. That we had on there, but Mm -hmm. it's like a secret temperature. So now you can hit it. Okay. How do you know? Just when the... It just vibrated. Oh, sorry. I like right when it vibrates, I handed it to you, but it vibrates like once when you heat it up and then a second time when it's like fully heated and ready to hit. So this is a dry dab now that you're taking. How is it? It's uh, That's awesome. I mean, that is like, 
butter. It's really smooth. It's, it's like so next tasty. level, right? It's just like you can just taste everything. Yes, these terpenes are off the chain, as the kids used to say. <laughs> They did. Off the chain. <laughs> I heard somebody say, back in the 90s. And I was like, wait, what? We were saying that now? Back in the 90s? Shit. <laughs> That's great. It is crazy. So I work at this. Well, side note, same mm-hmm. thing. I work at a consignment store part-time. And there's some girls, women, young women, that are like 19, 20. And obviously, if you do the math... <laughs> They were born after 2000, but when they told me they were, like, born in, like, 2004 or something, and I was like, wait, so you don't... I have, like, underwear older than that. (laughs) So then, like, I just started, like, naming all these things, and they were like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm just like, wait, how do you not know? It baffles me. It really does. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. The kids are so (laughs) different then, and now I feel like one of those old people that used to say that when I was a kid they have like a a full-on lingo too like this the TikToks whoa I mean I love TikTok I'm I'm like I do too I'm kind of into it I'm a a real person (laughs) I get it I know I love your TikToks thank you I get a ton of recipes yes (laughs) it's really valuable content that they have on there in my opinion but I hear that that um Chinese are watching me and I was like well I heard okay. that too There's... I don't know what to think about that I know I mean, are, you, are they entertained or are they just like ew look at this girl I was thinking about that too I'm like they're like stealing our data or something but I'm like okay but what are they gonna what are you gonna get for yeah what are you, <laughs> what do you what are you gonna I don't see the value now? I know but maybe you know they want to know more about stoner chicks so they, <laughs> they they're gonna get all they need to know with us. I've been kicked off of TikTok thrice now. So I don't even try to post. I'll just watch the funny ones now. Yeah. Because the Chinese, they view cannabis as a narcotic. Did you know this? I mean, don't don't we still view it here as oh, a narcotic? Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Wait, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping that's going to change. But they don't soon, have but... certain states within China sure, where sure. it's legal. <laughs> yeah, where people – a refuge like, <laughs> yes. like we do. Uh, but anyway, okay, back to like the, our original – Sure, sure. Back to business. Chain of questions that we're getting at here. Um, I like to like sometimes move backwards, but then sometimes like go to the start and then go forward. Okay, that makes well, sense. This sounds intriguing. So <laughs> I again want to hear about well, not and not again, but I the Chiba Choose interview. So I feel like right. we've discussed some of this, but to tap back in, can you talk a little bit about like how you viewed cannabis growing up? And I thought it was like the coolest thing ever. Yeah, I like, totally <laughs> did. I mean, so you didn't I have a negative stigma. Well, I mean, I knew that it was something that I wasn't supposed to be doing, which made it, you know, all that much cooler. Yes. (laughs) I mean, I remember like being at this party and I was 15 and I'm watching this guy roll a joint and just being like so intrigued that my friend was like, dude, what is wrong with you? Look at you. You're just like, because I was just like, oh my God, what's he doing? Oh, I want to learn how to do that. Oh, and you know, and then it was just like, it was a love affair. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's amazing. So what did your parents think then, I guess? Like, were you open about okay, it? so get this. 
My dad was the commissioner of Department of Corrections in Tennessee. What? When I was a kid. So it was like an absolute, it was like the worst thing in the world to be. But I never got like busted. You know, my parents, I feel like. They never like found your stash? No. Okay. Can you believe that? Yeah. Wait, so they, did I, they know you were smoking? They definitely knew. Yeah. Okay. My mom did. And I'm sure my dad was just like, there's just no way she would be doing that. <laughs> You know, there's no way. There's just no way. And then oh. when I can't, when I started this business, my dad was just like, "You have got to be kidding me." Yeah. What did they think? Or what did they think? I guess you know, ten years ago, and then now, from like before you started the business, and now. I mean, they thought it was crazy, but they were like, "Well, you know, if you can do it, do it." Yeah. So. So he wasn't yeah. like they weren't like we're not going to oh, support not, you. No. Or... They have always been super supportive of everything. Okay, that's good. Yeah. But they, but it's just funny. I mean, I think my dad still is just like, I, I can't even get over this. Wow. Like, <laughs> and do you think it'll, like, what's the situation in Tennessee? Or do they still live there? Will oh it ever God, go legal? They still live there. And Tennessee's crazy right now. I mean. I mean, well, I just saw that sh- shooting. Well, the shooting <laughs> and then they kicked out the two um, house members That's... for talking about the shooting. That's right. I did and they see just that. got reinstated, I saw today. I was like, you got, I mean, Tennessee is like a scourge on the entire state. (laughs) They're just like (laughs) racist and gun violence. You know, it's like fine. It's like, it's so. It's just fine to them. They're just like, Mm. this is how it is here. Like, yeah. Not trying to change it. No. It's crazy to me. It is. The South is super backwards in that way. It's such a beautiful place to be from and to have grown up with like, this really amazing food and sense of hospitality. And like, we just did, hol- you know, everything was just like this big ordeal, like holidays and, you yeah. know. The traditions. So, yeah, traditions. And that's where I get some of my, you know, aesthetic. and. Um, yes. But yeah, I mean, it's just like such a wild place. Um, I would not want to live there, which is why I live here. Yeah, so how did you get out and... Or when did you get, not how? It's like, well, you left. Yeah, like, you obviously just left. Um, Yeah. How did you decide Colorado, too? Well, my mom was really super into yoga there for a while. And she brought me out to Shoshone because she knew. She was like, she was like, this girl needs an escape. Like, she needs to figure out what she's doing. Um, And how old was I? Like, 20? 20. So, oh, my God. I've been here almost 30 years. Wow. I know it's That's crazy, crazy. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so yeah, so we came out and we just drove through Boulder, and I was like, "Oh, oh my God!" Fell in love. Um, Me I'm, too. Yeah, I'm moving back here. <laughs> yeah, and then I mean, I've met my best friends in the world. I've made you know a career out of cannabis. It's um, it's been it's been yeah. a good ride. <laughs> well, what so what were you doing before you had your epiphany and dream to start? Mason Jar Events. I worked for a company who produced trade shows for the natural products industry. And that led me to India and China and Japan. And so I just got this insane experience for, let's see, I think I was with them maybe eight years, maybe almost eight years. That's Um, a minute. Yeah. I mean, I really learned a lot about international business and just about business in, in general. So it was a good, I use a lot of what I learned with that company every day. 
That's great. Yeah, I love so, that. It was when a it's good like start. the perfect path, yeah, that leads you and you have these tools in your your toolbox. Tool yeah, I'm like <laughs> in that thing. That was like the bag that you, you know, put, put your the stuff tools in. in. <laughs> Let me get out my Metaf- hammer. Metaphorical <laughs> yeah. tools. Where's my invisible hammer? Okay. <laughs> Yes, that is awesome. What was the name of that company? New Hope Natural Media at the time. And then it was Pinton Media. And I think it's something Informa now or something. Some some great made up corporate. (laughs) Yeah. Has it changed hands now like a bunch of times? I'm sure. Yeah. Been bought out three times now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Since you've left. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it's that's the way that those corporate environments. I couldn't survive there now. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I learned very quickly that corporate life was not for me. Mm. I was just like, I don't like this. Be here at eight, stay yeah. till five thirty every day. Just look like you're busy, right? Look like yes, look like you're busy all the time. You know, just yeah. What was your corporate experience? I had a couple. Um, I worked for CBS Television Station doing okay. advertising sales. Um, in San Francisco. That was really fun. I learned a lot. I like, bet. Yeah, and like making decks and which is like all of what I do now, making my own little, you know, decks right, and yeah. sending it to brands to see if they want to work together. So and like learning how to analyze um like data from like online metrics and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So that was helpful, but I just don't f- like feeling like I'm just another cog in the machine you know yeah I'd rather just be like my own independent cog yeah (laughs) on my own yes road path yeah staying in my own lane there it is (laughs) there it is (laughs) (laughs) like I'm just fumbling on these like random I don't even know what they're called coming it's coming (laughs) like euphemisms but yeah (laughs) um my next question is I've always wondered why mason jar for the name. Yes. So the mason jar is like this symbol of... Um, we have you. Wait, I gave you a bit. I know. Of like, you know, of like <laughs> giving. Um, you know, we put food in it. We put drink in it. We put uh, plants in it. We, yeah. you know... Like it's so it's universal. So, and it also just speaks to, I think, my heritage a little bit. That southern so I wanted southern to mentality. have a little bit of that in there because a lot of what... I feel like sets mason jar apart is that we just pay attention to the details yes and try to highlight those details and because that's all people you know are going to remember those things like you know a little sign that says you know like on a little I love using like uh, spritzes for your face yeah and having them at events because I feel like sometimes you know if we're smoking a lot of weed it's nice to have like a little yes <laughs> refresher yeah so um you know I always try to have those and have like a little sign that says you know something clever and just you know little things like that around yeah. that give people a sense of um that they're getting what they paid for yeah you know? and it's like I like all the little experiences like oh come over here and have like a little you know, joint rolling experience or like over here, try this little appetizer. Like I love that you always have like a, a bar with like a really nice like cocktail or mocktail. Um, and then the second thing I always remember from your events is you always have beautiful flowers, like fresh 
flowers. Nice. Yeah. And yeah, just all the detail. It's really nice. And you just bring so many amazing brands together. And, you know, I've had some really good success in in partnering with dispensaries and then letting them kind of guide who they want to be a part of their sort of, you know, who they might be doing specials with or yeah. who they are, do, you know, interested in working with or whatever. And then it becomes like this mini tribe and everybody gets to own their own product channel. And, you know, I mean, there's right. one gummy and one oil of this kind there might be an oil of another kind now that we're just <laughs> yeah. like have so many to you right. know um work with but just like you know beautiful flower and um yeah so i i and i really try to work with each brand to come up with some kind of experience that's going to highlight what they do and then work with them to give people a comfortable place to sit to experience their brand you know so they yeah. don't have to you know cuz i hate that like walk by and you gotta like stand there. Yes, awkwardly. it's like the trade. Sh- it's like the trade show booth mentality. It's not, it's not conducive to anybody's, um, you know, ethos of how you want to experience cannabis or talk to people. I think right. So it's very like forceful. I feel like to like yeah, hey, and just stand there. It's <laughs> like obligatory too. Yes, totally. Which I hate because I'm like, oh God, this is awkward. Yeah. Or you have to like pretend like you're on the phone yeah, if you pass by. <laughs> if, yeah, if you don't want to go to a booth, but then there's no other way to go. You're just like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and I, so I try to not have that, but, you know, really have like let people sort of create their own experiences within the whole experience. But yeah. this next event that we're doing on April 20- 30th, can I talk about that real yes, quick? Yes, okay. I'm so excited. I am excited about that too because there's so many elements to this thing. I mean, there, you know, there's just, it's my favorite thing that we do, this yoga event, because it's all day. So we have so much room to do stuff. So, um, and I just partnered with this group of women um, that have these amazing talents that they're bringing to the event. So between, um, sound bath and cacao ceremony and yoga and then all of the various vendors that we have i mean i would call them sort of inspired vendors um and then as well as the sponsors have their own activations that are happening so there's going to be about 16 different booths or areas to go to um one of which would be tarot um with mama coco who's like my favorite lady in the world i love that name (laughs) wait till you meet her oh my god you need to follow her she's she's called um Coco the healer, I think, or Mama Coco the healer. Anyway, she's amazing. Um, and so she'll do tarot. Um, so get there early and sign up on her sheet because oh, she yes. gets. And then towards the end, she'll be like, she does this in um, ancestral readings. So I towards the end, those. she'll be like, look, I'm I'm lost. The, all, there's all these people talking to me. They want to talk to their people. I don't know who goes with who. I got to get out of here. I'm like, yeah. Wait, so mentally. <laughs> like walking out to the car. So she's got sage on her. She's like, all right, I'm done with y'all. I need to talk to her and do a reading. She is ASAP. amazing. I'm she's so excited for the event. I saw, too, that she's working with a group in Denver who's also doing some um, mushroom experiences. Oh, so you have... I should connect with her about that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm thinking about maybe dabbling in that. We, um, somebody from my past um, 
resurfaced and he's like, I, I have been in mushrooms now for 20 years and I do all of this like culinary uh, fungi. Uh-huh. And he has like this access to all of these different varieties. Uh-huh. So we're thinking about our October event being a total mushroom dinner. Yes. And then you maybe need to something do this. spiritual later for an after party. But I don't know. I'm still I'm kind of so putting it together. Yes. You know, I'm so I'm like, we're only doing two events. So I really this year. So um the yoga event on April 30th and then this harvest event in October. That sounds October amazing. 14th. So yeah. You have to do that. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I mean, everyone seems to be interested in this. I mean, I had this woman uh, come. I to can me help today. you, yeah, with micro like microdosing. Like if you're interested, I can supply or Perfect. like help guide people. I'm in no way like a shaman pushing. I've yeah or yeah or pushing it on people but I've just been like helping people who want to microdose yeah for a couple of years now it's it's helpful yeah yeah just I'm someone who like does how, it and knows how know. people are really so highly functional yes like, I have two friends that have three kids and they were like we're doing this for 30 days and I was like really yeah and they're like yeah we're, we're doing it for 30 days I was like okay and they were like it was the most awesome like wow cool experience they were like you know we just be gardening for three hours and the kids are there gardening too and we're just you know like just losing track of that time that sense of time I think is special when you can find that yes I totally agree because I feel like I'm always like trying to keep track of the time (laughs) my god we were just talking about yeah running we're always running around Doing so much, trying to accomplish so many things at once. We're just like little ants. It all on happens this earth. at once too. Like life, just like when one thing happens, it seems like it just like all of a sudden it just is like no pun intended mushrooming. You know, yeah. into like all this <laughs> other stuff, like all this other adulting stuff that I'm not mm-hmm. interested in doing either. But excuse oh, me, oh well, things happen. Yes. <laughs> so wait, how long have you had mason jar events now? So 2015 was the first event that we did. So you're August coming up on 10 years. Well, yeah. two more years. But it still yes. feels like close to 10. Yes. I know. We made it through COVID. We even did these cool um, take and bake events during COVID, yeah, which I was, were fun. I was going to ask, how how did you survive COVID? So many businesses yeah. shuttered. Well, I just, I mean, I got super bored. I was like, I've got to figure out something to do. So... I, I knew all these musicians who were home from tour, and I knew all these chefs that had shuttered restaurants. Yep. The dispensaries were open, so I was like, all right, <clears throat> we're going to put this together where you buy a ticket as a guest, and you go to the dispensary, you pick up your goodie bag, you go to the restaurant, you pick up your meal, you go home, and you sign on for an hour of content, and we genius talk to people you know we we chit-chatted with the musicians we had kind of this back and forth um with the growers um we made cocktails we um just did all kinds of fun stuff we had and then we had most of that half the time of that so 30 minutes of it was all the musician Mm -hmm. so we had good people we had like dave johnson from yonder mountain string band we had um um G Love was our first one, first guy. Um, who else do we have? Oh my god! Well, of course I'm forgetting. But... Oh, no, I know, right? When you're like put on the spot, oh it's goodness. like I can't remember all of a sudden. Uh, yeah. No, that's okay. It sounds seriously incredible. They were fun. That's super smart and such a great way to like keep engaging. 
the community, even, you know, with what we got, Zoom, uh, people hated right. it towards the end, but it's a necessity. But and... in the beginning, it was kind of a novelty. Yes, you it know? was fun. I mean, we got like 100 people that bought tickets to each of those. Wow. And the chefs were, you know, the chefs were grateful because they were like, well, we're not selling this much food anywhere else. Yeah. Wow, <clears throat> so, that is I mean, so it was great. Yeah, that was shows fun. the community that you've built, too. And you have that many loyal people wanting to return and keep coming back for your events, even when they slightly change, you know? They were bored, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we need something to do. Anything. <laughs> anything. Oh, that is so awesome. It was fun. You're yeah. such an innovator. Oh, thanks. <laughs> that is so incredible. Wow. So what did you want to do when you were a, a young, a youngling, a child, hmm. a I, youth? I mean, that's a good question. I have no idea. Like, did no you ever think you would like... do what you're doing now? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, I guess I really have not, I'm no idea what little Kendall wanted to do <laughs> and I've been even like hesitant to look at these filters of like you can look at yourself at 16 or whatever oh, I'm like I'm stop. not doing I know I hate those it. I hate that shit I'm like no what <laughs> capitalizing on us all like with like oh longing for our youth I know right <laughs> I mean it's perfect capitalism sinister yeah it is a bit sinister yes <clears throat> but I have no idea. I don't remember. I don't recall thinking, you know, I had like one profession in mind. I thought that I was going to be a professional because I think I saw my parents being a professional. And my mom was a real uh, trailblazer back in the 90s. <laughs> what did she do? <laughs> she actually, well, she got a law degree, but she didn't practice law. But she worked with um, a, a telecom agency that was really trying to clean up their employee, their staff. Wow. And they had a lot of sexual mm-hmm. harassment suits. And she oh was went in and really um, did a lot of the investigation work. And wow, good was, for her. Know, right? Oh my gosh, that kind of reminds me of um, an Aaron Brockovich sort of situation. <laughs> not, not, not even like really, but just like a Don't woman really. lawyer investigating right 90s like that's the four main right I think even like the 80s I mean I remember too like she used to have to put on these suits I mean that was like you know they just did like the little Brooks Brothers suits showed all like little hair up in a bun oh my gosh just looking like a total professional lady <laughs> yeah. you know <clears throat> oh, I'm sure the dress code was like super strict super strict oh I Crazy. could never like, gone are the days can you imagine, like... <laughs> well, at least for, for us. <laughs> can you imagine if, like, I don't know, if we lived in, like, the, tw- I don't know, 20s or some any other time, basically, besides now, where women had to, like, be obedient, dress a certain way. I don't know. No. Nu- have a nuclear family. You know what I mean? Like... I don't think I would have survived that. Same. I mean... I think that, too. Well, you just, you were able to get Valium. So oh yeah, <laughs> just get diet hot. pills. So you just... you get high whatever way you can, what? which you can. we respect. Respect. Reefer madness too, right? That yeah, 
Talk about sinister. Yes. <laughs> and now I feel like those posters are just like so funny. They're everywhere. They are. They're classics. Yeah. Around like head shops and even like when I go to consumption lounges, like they have them at the marijuana mansion in Denver. Right. They're just so funny. Iconic. Too. There we go. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> yes. So iconic. And I'm just like, did people believe them? Like believe yes, those 100%. posters? Really? Oh my God. 100% they did. Because I just look at it and I'm like, that's ridiculous, you know? <laughs> I know, but it, it only takes one person, I think. Like, yeah. it only takes one person in your life to say, this is a normal thing. Or yes. have some kind of ailment, like so epilepsy, true. that, you know, oh my, you, they can see it for themselves. It's tangible now. Right. And then they're like, oh. I mean, that happened to all of my cousins. And they're like, really? well, could, could you bring the little, maybe we could try that. I heard you guys have like gummies out there. Do you, can you bring us some? You know, yeah. and then slowly but surely, like everyone in my family too would come individually. That's so funny. Not, not. But they don't want anyone else, else to, know. to know that they're coming to you. Right. Wow. I'm just muling it. <laughs> That's just so sad to me. It's, it's like, hilarious. why can't we be open? And honest and transparent and just be like, yeah, this is helpful. Like, talk about it with your kids and your parents right. and your grandparents, you know. Well, I mean, I had now to. Now we're all pushing for that, but. In Boulder, you know, I mean, my kid went to high school in Boulder, so we had a lot right. of talks yeah. about. Yeah, can you talk about oh cannabis gosh, and parenting at all? Funny. It's such a hot topic. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I made a choice that. It was going to be normal in our house. And, you know, I wasn't like sitting at the dinner table puffing weed. I just wasn't hiding. Yeah. You know, a right. lot. Like, let me sneak into the garage. Yeah. Like, I just, I mean, and I tried not to have it like in, in their faces, but I mean, it wasn't, it just was, it's a part of who I am. And it was, you know, it yeah. was always going to be around. So we did a lot of talking about it. Um, what did you, how would you frame it to them? Of you know, like, I mean, this just is, like, this is mommy's medicine? <laughs> always. Okay. And we called it rabbit tobacco for a long time. Oh my gosh, I like that. <laughs> How'd you come up with that? I have no idea where that came from. But rabbit all tobacco. of a sudden, you know, Zion would be like, what is this? I'm like, it's rabbit tobacco. Don't worry about it. And then, you know, he got older and of course he's like, I mean, they're like dispensaries are like Starbucks and they just started popping up. And of right. course he's curious. And I mean, I was too. I'm like, Oh my God, we yeah. have stores. Yeah. Um, but you know, and then, and I think he was pretty good about it and not putting it in my face, but you know, honestly, like high school kids, they're going to do something. And I much prefer cannabis over alcohol. Yes. Same. So I'm all the bad decisions that I made in my life. There was alcohol involved. <laughs> yes, probably same. Yeah. So, you know, I mean. Or mixing. And then I do have a funny story, though. So, Zion, I get a call. Let's see. I think it was maybe a senior. I get a call from the teacher, and they're like, um, can you come pick, pick up Zion? He's really high. <laughs> and I was like, aren't you guys at the movies? Are you guys at The Hobbit tonight? And they, the teacher's like, yeah. Yeah, we are. So you got to come to the movie theater and pick him up. And I'm like, oh my God. Well, obviously he got high before the movie. That's what any of us would do. That's the logical plan. He gets in the car and he's like, mom, it was the Hobbit. Yeah. And I was like, I know, dude, but you can (laughs) be smarter. You got to like not go with your 
whole school like right or be yeah be more discreet or like you gotta know how to like right you know these guys came in with like bloodshot right yes and a a group of them yes so when it was me and like one one other girl you know in high school we all we had so much spray (laughs) we had so much gum Mm -hmm. and eye drops because we were so paranoid about someone knowing and us getting caught yeah. Because we all, well, we all did like varsity sports. So we all had to like sign these things of like, we won't do drugs and alcohol. Yeah. You know? So That's I was like a, a goody goody, like a student, varsity athlete. So I didn't want anyone to know that I was consuming cannabis for anxiety and depression mainly. Yeah. And um, yeah, now I'm just like, everyone needs to know. <laughs> I know. Everyone just needs to see the light. Yes. But it really does. I mean, it's like the relationship. You have to have a relationship with it. And to create that relationship with people who are just so, they have no experience with it. You know, that's something that's scary, which is odd, but it is, you know, they just have never seen it benefit anyone. And I think they honestly believe that like the sky is going to fall, you know, but it hasn't out here. How long has it been out here? How long has it been legal here? Since 2012, they're 11 years. Okay. Going yeah. on 11. I mean, <laughs> it's changed a lot though, right? The oh, cannabis yeah. space. Mm-hmm. It is. It's like, it's a, it's a different game now, it feels like. Yes. Yeah. So what, what's your view about like working with really corporate cannabis companies versus like small mom and pop and you know, kind of like bridging the gap between them two because it's hard because I deal with this too. The corporate ones are the ones that have the money. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And it's like we want to, you know, support everyone, especially the small ones. Right, the burgeoning brands. Yeah, but we also need – we need money. We need to get paid. (laughs) Yes, true. (laughs) So, yeah, I just feel like it's hard, especially in this current landscape where so many brands are being – gobbled up and consolidated or closing their doors or selling their license. Mm -hmm. So yeah, how do you, you know, reckon with that? Well, I've always tried to hold a space for a new brand that maybe didn't have the money or, you know, just needed a different... Like a pro bono Yeah, or just like sort of a, um, a launch pad. And sometimes these things work out so well because I feel like there's a lot of companies like Mighty Melts who is pressing oil for all of these different brands and a lot of those serendipitous collisions have happened at our events so I feel like I try to create the value that and and make sure that the right brands are there to benefit each other especially those bigger brands that the Wanas that might buy the Mighty Melts oil you know that maybe hasn't gotten turned on to that yet. But um, yeah, I mean, I just feel like, and the dispensaries have really helped with that too, because they have, you know, they want to work with the kind of the small guys too. They want to help the small guys, I think. At least I feel like the dispensaries that I've worked with do. Um, But yeah, yeah. So I just try to hold the space, I think, and just try to, I also try to do these intros and try to make sure the right people are meeting the right people at the events. Um, yeah, you're a connector, connecting people. I try to, yes. 
<laughs> That's like, yeah, one of my favorite things about this industry is like, I just feel like everyone is really eager and always does want to connect. There's not a lot of like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to talk to you or right. at least in Colorado. I don't know about right. other states. I don't know about other states, but I hear um, it's a very different scene. And I mean, I know yeah. even the little time that I've spent in California, it's so different. Yeah. Very different, very cutthroat, and still so many people are only shopping on the legacy market because mm-hmm. the taxes are just insane. I mean, yeah, I know. it's so interesting out there. Oh, so um, wait, I just had a like a follow up question, <laughs> and then it left my brain. Where did you get this necklace? Let's talk about this necklace. Oh, I love you. it. <laughs> yes, high as fuck. It's in, I've had this for like four or five years. I love it. It's blunted objects. Okay. Um, they're pretty popular on Instagram. She's it's a also a woman owned business. Nice. Um, so I met her. I've met her a couple of times. She's in LA. Yeah, she's really I love sweet. It. They great. have a lot of really cute stuff, like different phrases. Mm-hmm. I also have um, like a, a fuck Trump one that I was wearing a lot oh while yeah. he was president. Oh God. Um, and I'm trying to think there's another one I have too. Did you watch that series Sex in the City? I watched some of it. Yeah. Seen, she had a necklace. It just reminds me of that <gasps> yes. Carrie necklace yes. she had. You're right. Yeah. I think they're so cute. That was another back in the nineties. Yes. <laughs> back in the nineties, you know, those chain gold necklaces, they're coming back. Everyone's they got are. them now. Oh my God. I saw this guy with his overalls on. He had one, one thing that was undone. I was mm-hmm. like, what, where am I? It's like, I'm like back to the future right now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it is crazy. Cause I'm working at this consignment shop part time. Which I love. And I get my whole outfit is from there. I like only shop there now. It's 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 a great stuff. I take best. all my stuff there to yes. sell it. And Wait, you I, go to Rags? Yeah, and then I have Yay. my account. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm obsessed. Yeah, my friend. I had a friend that worked there, and um, so then when stuff started to slow down in like October with like my business and marketing stuff, and people were like recession. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm gonna just do this, and it's super fun because I brought all my clothes there too. Yeah, and I love it. It's so fun. It's, it's like seems fast paced and it's super fast paced. It gets me out of the house, and like I really like that. Just like the community there. Yeah, it's also women owned. Totally. Yeah, women supporting women. Yes, I. <laughs> I knew the woman who used to do the PR. Um, oh, okay. Heather Smith. She had. Oh, I don't know if I know. Lacquered. Was it called Lacquered PR? Okay, um, I'm unfamiliar. But but that's cool. Yeah, I've I been just, going there a long time. Oh, fun! I just started helping them with social media. Oh, good. Um, so I'm helping them with like reels and videos. So you'll see me now on their page. Nice, <laughs> nice, good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have some stuff I need to take. It's some summer stuff. Oh yeah. Spring just hit. So I just got this skirt last week. Nice. It was new with tags on it. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, people in Boulder just like are like, buy something and they're like, no, never mind. I don't want it. I'm just going to take it to rags. Yeah. Trade dead. <laughs> I'm like, okay. It's great. Yeah. I just got a Farm Rio dress there last oh, week. Oh, beautiful. New with tags for like $30. Lordy. Okay. I love a good anyway. deal. Yes, me too. <laughs> I've always loved thrifting too. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, sustainability, how do you reconcile like with all of these brands and packaging and waste and I know. your events are 
amazing, but I'm sure they also produce, you know, a good amount of waste. But, you know, I, I more so think about all the like cannabis products I use, like I use, I consume one gram of concentrate a week. Mm-hmm. So then that means I throw away 52 of these a year. It's so sad. And I'm just like, when are, it's well, all going in a landfill, it, right? Why is it so hard? Why does, I don't understand why Colorado has all of these strict stupid rules right about like if it touches packaging. the plant it can't be recycled or something that's What's what it, i what heard what is that like i think it's so how fast dumb. can we fill a landfill yes it's literally like it's like a race yeah it's so dumb yeah or how much can we pollute the earth mm-hmm. like in the time that we're alive <laughs> so bad oh yeah so i do try to um compost recycle Nice. As much as possible at the events. That's great. Um, I'm a big composter. Yeah. Yeah. And the, I mean, the barn has some farm animals. Yes. Wait, yeah. Can you talk about your location? Sure. Yeah. It belongs to two of my really great friends who have been like, yes, use the barn for whatever you want. Um, Amazing. So it's a private residence mm -hmm. in Boulder County. Yes. That you can use. In South Boulder. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a great – I mean, the view there is amazing. It backs up to the um, – or it's the view of the flat irons is there. Um, and the farm animals are there, which is really fun. Oh, so if I it's nice animals. out, we'll go. We'll bring the pigs and the goats down. We did that for the last yoga Stop. event. People loved it. it so I funny. will die. I know. It gets a little crazy. You have to really watch the pig. She's so smart. Like she what? is. What do you mean? What will she do? So she just <laughs> works her way in and then finds the food, you know. Oh. And then if she finds <laughs> like a, you know, the kitchen, she's gonna go hog wild. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, what's her name? Do you oh, know? Yes. Oh, yes, just like it'd be die. hilarious. Like day of, we're like, Bessie found all the deviled eggs. <laughs> she ate like three hundred okay. deviled eggs. <laughs> her name is Piggy Smalls. Piggy Smalls, stop! <laughs> I need to meet her. Oh, she's she's a character. How big is she? She has like the most beautiful eyelashes too. <laughs> she's humongous. She's like the size of this table. She's huge. <laughs> oh my god, I can't wait. Listen, this is so funny about Piggy Smalls. So you know, there was a fire that ripped through the Marshall Fire, ripped through this property. So it turned sad. everything black. The wait, entire so ground. It came through their property. Yes, but it didn't burn down the structures it did not burn down the structures they had to move out of their home which is on the property but the barn was is newly built so it was it's like a hardy boy so it's basically it's basically cement so it just came through it smelled like a campfire for a while wow but the ground was just black black so in this you know i mean the wind was ripping in the mad dash they had to just let the animals out they didn't have a trailer to move them quickly they had to just get them out so they let them out. Three days later, here comes the pig. And behind the pig are all the goats. Stop. <laughs> She's like, come on, guys. It's time to go home. Wait, so where did they go? Who knows? They were just trying to get away from the fire, I'm sure. Like a lot of. Oh, my heart. It reminds me of. Wait, what's that? Like 90s movie. Okay, this is a 90s theme. This episode is it's 90s theme. <laughs> okay, well, it's like. um. It's like a dog that, like, or no, it's a dog and a cat homeward bound. There we go. I was, 
I'm like, this is a homeward bound situation. I gotta take these earrings off. You're right. I know. I'm sorry. They're really cute, though. R.I.P. <laughs> to the earrings. Say goodbye to the earrings. Yeah. R.I.P. They're very cute. But yeah, Thanks. the headphones just, it, yeah, it's, it's not too much. It's not ideal. For real. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is a beautiful story. So they I didn't know. like lose any. Oh, I know. Okay, I can't wait to meet them. Yeah, I know. I hope it's beautiful weather because that'll make a difference on how much of the space we can use. We can stretch outside and have, you know, lounges outside yeah, if yeah. possible. So, oh, so but exciting. it could be snowing. <clears throat> I've had one of these. I had no. this. Um, it's like 80. Excuse me. Yeah, it's, it's like, like 85 80 degrees. degrees right now. It better not be snowing in 10 what, days or so. 20. No, 20. 20. What, what 19 is the days. <laughs> That is the, the date. It's the 11th. <clears throat> so it's in 19 days. Nice. Yay. What are you so doing exciting. for 420? Do you have any plans? I am actually going to be in Florida. Okay. With my family. Not smoking um, weed. <clears throat> oh, no. I'm. Bring, <laughs> By yourself. <laughs> yes. I'm bringing so much weed. Yeah. I mean, not. I'm getting it legally there. Yeah. In Florida where it's legal. Legal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My parents are Florida partaking. residents, too. Wait, really? They really live most of the time in Nashville, but oh, okay. my stepdad is a Florida resident now, and he's so I'm happy like, about yeah, it. Yeah, cannabis is everywhere in Florida. Yeah, he's like, I can buy four ounces a day. I'm like, really? <laughs> a day? Wait, so does he, do you just have to be a Florida resident, or do you still need a medical card? Medical card, yeah. Okay. So he went through the whole process. Okay. Pain. I mean, he has had some serious back issues. That he didn't I'm have a surgery really form. happy he's getting the medicine he needs. <laughs> I know, me too. Oh. But and he's just playing around with the flower. Like they really are just. It's like it's not anything close to what you know, the savviness we have here. Yeah. Um, and the technologies, they they just yeah. are still fighting it in some ways. But oh, he's like every time that. I go to the dispensary, it there's a line. There is, and I'm like, yeah, of course, of course there is. <laughs> they need to go wreck already. Like it's, it's, it's so just dumb. ridiculous. Yeah, right? it's so dumb. I'm just like, and maybe then Everyone's like trying to recreate the wheel. It's yeah, like, come, come. and maybe then like drugs and alcohol, like other drugs and alcohol would go down in Florida, and we'd stop seeing so much crazy boating accidents there <laughs> happen every day. Yeah, like, oh. Florida is crazy, but <clears throat> sorry, I'm like hawking some loogies today. <laughs> Apologies. Luckily, we're going to like a nice small town near like um, near Destin, but they're like these really beautiful little beach towns. I don't know. Have you heard On of like- On 30A? Yes. That's where my mom is. Shut the front door. Are Where you are kidding? You- we have gone there for spring break every year since I was born. Are you kidding? Not kidding. We run to Oh my to gosh. So you can, you know the change. I just got back from there three Stop. days ago. I leave on Sunday for well, seven days. Well, it's crowded. <laughs> it is so crowded. Georgia was on their spring break and it was insane. Really? Oh my was God. Was it college kids galore? Oh my Or just God. all families? All, like It was wild. It was everything. It was everything. When my parents bought their place in Blue Mountain Beach uh, 23 yeah. years ago. No, 25 years ago. They were ahead of the curve. Holy moly. <laughs> Everything's changed. Well, I'm sure the price has gone up, which is good for them, like for when they 
like sell it or whatever exactly yeah or if they rent it i don't know if they do they do they rent it and they bought a place on the bay side so they have that's where they stay really that's where their home is so we always stay right by like stinky's fish camp oh yeah and we always rent a house near there. Dune Allen, right yes. there, right? Yes, so we always yeah. rent through Dune Allen Realty, except this year my mom finally did, that's so funny, a VRBO <laughs> okay. um, because we needed to, I'm bringing bacon, obviously. Yeah. He's my I'm glad you found a place because a lot of places don't allow pets. Exactly. And my mom was like, Dune Allen doesn't allow pets. And I was like, well, then you better find somewhere else to rent because (laughs) bacon's coming. Because he's on it. Yeah. He's on the list now. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he is a service animal, so they would have to allow him there anyway. But um, we're staying in this really awesome house. I'm super pumped. I'm going to get some great content. You're going to be seeing it. Yeah, excellent. It's so beautiful. I love the I sand. I love that down you know there. exactly when I'm always like, it's my heart. Do you down know there. 30A? People are like, no. What are you talking about? But I mean, I often see the 30A sticker. They're all over St. Louis so, because so it's directly south of St. Louis, exactly 12 hours driving. Okay. So so many people drive directly there for spring break. Um, or just vacation too. Yeah. So that's you might so get funny. into that sweet spot between spring break and summer. And summer. Because there is. I'm. I'm actually going I'm back in a few weeks too. I'm gonna so try. Fun. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny that we both have like been going there. Oh, I love it there. It's such a yeah. It's I, so beautiful. The tall pines and oh yeah. Yes, I so love the tall far. pines. Oh my god, me too. So much. Oh, I always was like, mom. Why do they look like that? Like, yeah, I love that reflection around, you know, sunset oh, in yes. the in the bay. Or, yeah, they have a place. My mom, my parents have a place on the waterway, and so so pretty. But even that little neighborhood over there is growing. They used to be kind of the oh, there's so much development in Florida. I feel like because so many older people are moving mm-hmm. there. It's literally like everyone wants to retire there. I feel like I know the weather's nice. Yeah. But not all year. I mean, even December, like, you got to go somewhere. Yeah. They wrap up down there, and it's cold there in December. Right. On the panhandle, on the Redneck Riviera, we call it. (laughs) The Redneck Riviera. Oh, my God. I love that. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, my favorite part is when we drive, when we drive down, I'm flying, obviously, now, Mm -hmm. since I'm in Colorado. Yes. Um, But when we drive, we would drive through that town that's on... It's called like Florala. Mm-hmm. It's on the border of Alabama, Alabama and Florida. Florida. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, I just thought it was the funniest thing. Yeah. Ever. I know. It's, there's a Texarkana too. Yes. <laughs> oh, the South. That region. I don't know. Yeah. It was all about. So do you consider Missouri the South? Because mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like I go back and forth. Like when I grew up there, I'm like, no, it's the Midwest. Yeah, and now that I live like... in Colorado, I'm like, eh, it's, it's kind of. Southern. It's kind of southern. And its traditions are Yeah. Like yeah. not the city like the cities aren't like right. Kansas City and St. Louis where I'm from. Very metropolitan. I don't consider them the South. Yeah. But I consider the rest of the state the South. Mm-hmm. I know. I mean it's hard. A lot of that um mindset I think has bled out of the, you know, true like deep south, I guess. Yeah. So would you ever consider doing events in other states? I have considered it, but you know, it's like we're not into 
brevity. So it's like we roll with so much gear and just getting it from one place to the next. Um, I think if I had the perfect place, then yeah, it would be great. Yeah. I would love to. Mm -hmm. Um, and I have, we've done, um, events in California and in Nevada. Oh, um, oh, for at BizCon? Did mm-hmm. you do one at MJ BizCon? Yeah, a okay. few times. Nice. So how did those go? Good. I think in the early days, it was sort of a different um, vibe. It was certainly a lot smaller, and it was um, a lot more about the plant, and I, now I think it's a lot more about the technologies. Um, yeah. So I just kind of got... Uh, I. I didn't really fit in anymore, you know? I just felt like I was not, um, not, yeah. (laughs) So, and I actually did try to put something together with one of the dispensaries down there, but it just didn't, you know, they didn't really need me, so. Yeah, Yeah. I definitely feel like, yeah, Nevada or Vegas would be a totally different market than here. Like, I I feel like even the Boulder market is very different from Denver, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Because, I mean we live in Boulder and you have your events in Boulder, but do you captivate a lot of the Denver community as well? I think so. I think people come from Denver because we have done, you know, consistently over the, um, I guess seven years in operation, take the COVID year out. Um, <laughs> we have done eight. some, <laughs> maybe eight, <laughs> some events in Denver for sure. So, um, and is it a do... different, different vibe? Like how do you feel like they differed from the ones you do? Well, I used to really uh, do more in Denver than I do than I did in oh, Boulder, okay. just because I had some venues that were available to me. Oh, that were okay. um, a lot of the consumption spaces have yeah kind are of are no longer available closed in Denver, which is so sad. I know it's just such a odd thing to yeah. Have you heard of um Suris though? Suris no. Social Club. So um, another content creator, Aaron Richards, is making a consumption lounge okay called Cirrus Cirrus Cir- I don't know exactly how to pronounce okay. it. it's C I R R U S I think they made their own like name sure kind of um so I did like a sneak preview and it was really nice so they want to like do it really elevated and classy and then have people serve you so you oh. like sit down and then they serve you and have like a menu yeah, um, I like this. And they just got approved for their license in Denver. Oh, good. And can you have food there too? Yeah, they're going to oh, have good. food. Um, I'm not sure like if it's just kind of like, because they had these different like plates, kind of like Postino, but they were more like snacky. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they'll do like more than that. Yeah. Um, but I just saw they got approved. So I would love to introduce you. and Please, yeah. Yeah, see if there's anything. I, I have never been to a cannabis lounge where I've had a good experience. So I'm open to it. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> and they that's what they're very aware of that. And yeah. I think that's why Aaron wanted to do this. And yeah. he's from Denver too. So. Oh, good. Um, Hometown. Yeah, he has like a good, yeah, stake and like support system and mm-hmm. – um, so yeah, I'll have to connect you guys. Um, that would be and great. we should definitely go check it out too when it's open. Um, I don't know if they're planning on opening like ASAP or like in a couple months or like later in the year. So I'll that keep you fun. updated. Okay. 
But um, yeah, has it been hard to like find consumption events or did you really solve that by using your friend's private barn? Yep, I did. Yeah. And I, you know, I heard you mention the recession and I have kind of sensed that coming as well. So that's why we're only doing two events. We actually might add one in August, but it'll be a small backyard session. Okay. Nice. Just because I have this relationship with this band that I love, um, the Future Birds, and they'll be in town. So oh. we have done the backyard sessions with the Future Birds um, three other times. So I'd like to continue to do great. that. And we just we use a friend of mine's backyard and bring in some lounge furniture and a chef and um, yeah. have him cook in the outdoor kitchen that's available. It's I think really I went cool. to that one. Oh, good. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because oh. I think Westward got that photo of me that they used yes. for the article of me, yes. like, hitting the dab. Yes. Yes, that's right. Good. <laughs> that was a great one. That's a really cool space. It's a comfy space. So we may awesome. do one of those. Um, my friend that owns the property, he sits on the board for Conscious Alliance. So awesome. we try to make a benefit out of it and make sure that they yeah. get some money. That is so great. I forgot to mention that you guys do do that, you know, component to – um, you know, benefit a nonprofit or is it always a nonprofit that you benefit? Usually. Yeah. That's so yeah, great. Yeah, we try. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, um, we try. I mean, I really believe in doing well by, yeah. um, you know, doing good. So. Oh, that's so great. Put some good vibes out in the world. Yeah. Well, that will be awesome. And I definitely want to come to that one too. I'm like, I want to come to all of them. So. Please do. <laughs> I'll definitely be there. I, we try to make them different enough, especially when we're only doing, you know, such a limited number in one year that, I mean, between the yoga and the harvest event in October, I feel like they're both of, they're really the, my favorites, you know? Yeah. So it's been good to really just kind of focus on two. Yeah. We have done as many as eight in a year. Oh my gosh. Wow. So that's a lot. It's a, it's a lot. So can you talk a little bit more about how you did decide to just do two and, you know, how your business is approaching, you know, this like recession period, I guess, that yeah. we have kind of been in a little bit? I mean, I think we've been there before and I just saw this, you know, shrinking of expendable income, you know, with people and that's, you know, that's our events. So, so hard. I just, I thought, you know, we'll just try to limit it. So, and make them different enough. So if you are a guest, um, you know, you could come in the spring and in the fall and you're going to get a very different experience. Yeah. Um, and I also, my father-in-law has needed a lot of elder care. Um, so I'm kind of like at this crazy age of, of elder care really starting to oh, happen. Yeah. So there, there was going to be um, a lot of time in this first part of the year that I needed to be focused on other things. So it's just like, so it worked out limited. Yeah. 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 Well, that's really nice of you to be able to help them and be there for them. And yeah, it was, it's been good. I mean, it's been quite a journey if to navigate the systems that are available and the properties that are available to someone he has dementia and he oh. needed a memory care he's lived yeah. with us for the last four years <clears throat> oh wow and it's been great but his dementia really got to a point that it just wasn't safe for him to be in his apartment anymore so um but trying to find the best place for him in a place that he can afford that oh yeah they're so expensive 
Oh my gosh, they're insane. Yeah, my grandma was um, had Alzheimer's for eleven years. Oh wow! And so, and my mom actually does court-appointed custody cases in St. Louis. Um, so some are like really young, and other people are, you know, older. Right. So she sees a lot of like having to place people and try mm-hmm. to find like yeah somewhere that's like reasonable, um, and isn't gonna like so many places. There's like um, people basically like accuse them of like abuse and like yeah stealing and crazy stuff like crazy stuff you I just know. have so much to yeah look at look yeah. for i mean and we just we learn so much because no one tells you this stuff like no one tells yeah. you how to navigate the medicaid system oh yeah gosh. and a lot of people you know when you're trying to really n- help with finances and medical care and sure enough you're going to run into somebody that's going to look at you like you're not doing the best that you can Mm -hmm. those people that's ridiculous i mean oh i'm so sorry to hear that you know like you and you're doing a great job (laughs) (laughs) i mean you know we definitely know that we have done the best that we can and we know but you know to have people really question you sometimes it's just like and you i mean i get it you know these professionals are really supposed to protect their patients too and i'm sure that there are people out there that are trying to take advantage but we certainly weren't those people but you know yeah it's just crazy there's so much out there and between um resources that are available that no one tells you about and then you're like you just stumble on it and you're like wait we can you know like we can do that how come no one told us right where's like the manual or the handbook that's there is nothing as a u.s citizen and taxpayer when you turn 75 you have all of these benefits and like call this this no just hope you have somebody to advocate for you because oh so sad i know it's so crazy but i mean it's we're we're getting to a point where we're gonna we think we found the perfect spot there's only 10 other residents um it happens to be 30 minutes away but that's fine we'll just make the drive but yeah yeah but i think he'll be happy that's some true adulting stuff oh my god (laughs) talk about adulting yeah it truly is oh my heart goes out for you guys thanks yeah it's good though. I mean, we had we had four really good years with with Ed is his name. Ed. Yeah, and the whole neighborhood knew him. I mean, like it's such a nice, kind oh. person. So, yeah, we turned we um, you know, he's moving, and so we turned his place into an Airbnb, and that's oh. been a different experience having yeah. people guess, you know. Yeah, but that's a great supplemental income. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so it just gets funneled into an account that gets used for his needs. Oh, so that, that's, that's been amazing. That's been helpful, and it's been fun to have guests too. I mean, yeah, we haven't knock on that'll wood, keep had, it interesting. Had anything um, negative yet? So we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> but and I love you know like the hospitality pieces that I get to do for each guest it's really fun i think people notice that stuff oh, too yeah. all the little details yeah i'm yeah. sure that they do i always leave beer in the fridge oh. you know and then i haven't left any 
I was going to say, leave, why don't you leave some cannabis? Well, I leave like little jars and I leave um, like a tray and lighter, you know, for people who like nice. will know what it is. Like they'll. But do you leave like papers in a grinder? I should. I'll do that. I need a tray like this. Wait, I have a million. And you do? Yes, let me give you some. Oh, please. Yes, I have a million. Oh my God, that would please. be great. Yes. Okay. Please don't let me forget. <laughs> I absolutely will. And I leave um, some discount cards for the farm. I have those. That's nice. I guess they're not really discount cards, but they're because you can't really do that in Boulder. But there's, it's like an incentive to go. Sure. Because um, it's very close. I'm sure you would be a great host. <laughs> I would be thrilled. It's if fun. I had you as my Airbnb host. <laughs> we have someone coming from Scotland that's staying two weeks. So hopefully wow, cool. They're gonna be like a little mini roommate. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna be <laughs> sipping your morning coffee with them. Yeah. Cheer in the backyard. your morning joy. <laughs> That'll be fun. I hope that's yeah. good. And I do have um, dispensaries that I like in the guidebook. Oh, you know, so I have I have things available, and I do nice. have like this framed um, list of things, you know, to know about, and I do have dispensaries on there as well. Nice. I'm sure you have thought of everything. <laughs> You're you seem very good with that. I try. I try. <laughs> Um, so I am going to la- ask the final kind of two questions because okay. we're approaching our hour and a half. Always goes by so fast. Doesn't it? <laughs> um, so the first question I ask everyone is like kind of what you think is going to happen with cannabis legalization um, federally or with, you know, states like Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just what kind of your what your thoughts are. I mean, I think it'll be interesting to see what shape it takes with each state because slowly but surely it's coming to yeah. each state in some way shape or form i can't believe missouri is already recreational i know i never thought i like i thought it would be another that 10 a, years yeah so. that was a surprise for me too yeah, arkansas so cool. was also a surprise for yeah. me um but you know i mean i just think it's most interesting to see it's also very frustrating because you're like why why would you even try to approach it in that way but However, you know, however it comes to people, I just want it to get there because yeah. I think it's such a great alternative to, um, to alcohol. I think it's such yes. a, um, you know, mindful part of life that everyone mm-hmm. should experience or get to experience, yeah. um, and just have that option available. Um, yeah. so Yeah. And as far as I do think we're going to see some contraction with in Colorado, I've been watching like with the oils, what's happening. And I think people, you know, I mean, I would call it on the wrong side or being heard more than they need to be. They're screaming louder than the industry is. Um, So, I mean, I hope that the industry, especially the oil industry or the oil um, sector Mm -hmm. will put some money behind it and get the right people to fight it. Because yeah. I do think they're screaming pretty loud for <clears throat> for concentrates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did notice that. Does this one have it? Oh well, most of them now that I buy have a little thing on the side of concentrates that says serving size with like the tiniest little dot. Oh, to dear. show people like how much you should. So you can't like dab a half gram, <laughs> right? And I I think that's definitely yeah from efforts of you know, people pushing back and saying that I know there's a mom that's a pretty, no one's louder than a mom. Right. That's a pretty big advocate against 
um, concentrates because I think her child had a bad experience. Yeah, had a bad experience and maybe died or committed suicide or caused some kind of something terrible. Traumatic. Yes. (laughs) And so she's really been out there pushing hard for like heavier. Yeah, like just which I get. I cracking mean, down on concentrates. You know, if something like your child was taken from you, I mean, you have to grieve right. in your own way, and that's that's what you know what I see. Yeah, it's just sad why I feel like she's totally like demonizing the plant again when yeah. it's just like okay, there can be multiple, you know, things that went wrong, and it is good to know that cannabis can bring out schizophrenia if mm-hmm. you are pre have that like predispositioned in your dna yeah so it would, it would be great to have more science yeah there definitely needs to be yeah more science more research more data especially with the adolescent brain what yeah. that looks like yeah i do remember having this conversation with zion and being like so look dude your frontal lobe is not closed so i understand <laughs> flower but can just I don't think that concentrates are the right thing for you right now. Right. And we did talk about, you know, different ways. That's so good. And he remembered that. He said that later in life. He was like, he's 26 now. And he was like, oh, he was like, you know, I just always remember you being like, you don't really need this right now. Yeah. I was like, wow. I wish you'd heard all the other, lots of other things (laughs) I said, but I'm glad you heard that one. That's so cute. You never know what your kids like pick up and like take to heart, you know? You're such a good mom. Oh, thanks. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Yes, I agree. It's hard because my, one of my sisters is a doctor as well. And, um. What does she think? She's a pediatrician, but her husband also uses cannabis daily, um, for, IBS as well as anxiety and depression. Um, and so, she, and she's a full proponent of that, but she also agrees with you that, well, she doesn't think that basically under like 1920 mm-hmm. should be smoking cannabis because your brain really like is not developed yet. Right. And I'm like, oh, that's hard. I mean, I've started smoking when I was like 14, 15. 15, yeah. yeah. And so it's hard to be like, Okay, like I see but what you're we saying. We only had flour. Yes, like, true. We only had flour so too back in the nineties. Yes. <laughs> well, for me, it was like to, late two thousand ten, okay. <laughs> like two thousand nine, two thousand eight. But yes, I still only had flour too. Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> we didn't have all these other luxurious products. Yeah. So it's hard because I yeah I definitely hear about all the kids vaping between jewels and dab pens right and i'm just like oh yeah that's not good for them like (laughs) yeah we've made it really accessible but then i also think about my friends you know almost killed themselves drinking pop-off alcohol when they're 16 because they are experimenting with alcohol and it's like okay well that's equally as bad maybe worse i don't know we need science (laughs) yeah i know right I mean, I just wanted them to be safe. And I know that, like, a bunch of high schoolers drinking is not a safe environment. I felt like if you're going to do something, you know, then I'm I'm already a proponent for the plant. Right. So, I mean. Just do a little bit of flour. Yeah, just make sure it doesn't keep you from living your life, you know, because certainly I think at that point in in your growth, like, you could very easily decide that, like, 
oh, the couch and weed, this is all going to, you know, right. this is where I want to be in my mom's basement. And that wasn't, you know, totally. that, that wasn't going to work. Yeah, that wasn't an option. And he did to know that wasn't an option. Mm-mm. Yeah, totally. Oh, well, I so respect you. You're, again, such a great mom. Oh, thanks. <laughs> if I ever have kids, I hope to be like you. <laughs> I'll soon tell my son that. Yes. Um, and then our last question I ask everyone, if you would want to consume, or if you could consume with anyone. Dolly Parton. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I didn't even have to finish the question. Oh, my God. I would okay. so love to sit down and chit-chat with her. She's so special. She's, She's amazing. Just, yes. I think about her a lot. Like, she just has all of these, like, great sayings and, you know, like – her songs, I just feel like her. She's just a magic, a magical creature. She is magical. <laughs> I love that. Do you think that she consumes cannabis already? Oh yeah, totally, hundred okay. percent. She does. Do you think she's a joint lady and edible? Absolutely, person. Okay, I think she's a joint lady for sure. I love that. <laughs> so, what would Dolly Parton think of all of this technology? I think it would be too much for her. You know, I think she would just be like, "This, keep it simple." Right. You know. I did have stuff to Although, roll. This is so simple. Right. You know? It is. I'm like, well, we should do a final final dab before of course. <laughs> before we wrap it up. I went to this dinner. Um, do you know um uh Stoned Appetite? Yes, Kate I've Wilson? had I've had them on my podcast. He keeps telling me I need to come to a dinner and yes, then it's I so always fun. I always see like find out about them like the day before, the day of, and I'm like, fuck. I missed it again. Yeah, I think he does them pretty quick, though, too. I need to know? stay on top of it. I've also like been, like, traveling. Yeah. yeah. But you've traveled, too, so no excuse. How was the event? <laughs> well, he had it at the barn, the one oh. that I've been to. He had it at the barn. Okay. Oh, my God. It was so much fun just to sit with people and smoke weed the entire time. Yes, and you so not fun. have to be putting it on exactly. and running around. And it was done really well. The food was absolutely delicious. They did um, – they paired a different flower strain with each course, and it was like eight courses. It was like so much food. It was I so good. I need to come to the next one. Yeah, and he had, you know, they they just came around with joints and every course, I and love had, that. it was so fun. It was great. Where's yeah, that? he's a lot. Of, he's from Nashville, and his, he's got a southern draw. Like, um, his name is also Kendall. Wait, I thought it was Kip. <coughs> oh lord <coughs> I think that's his nickname so you guys have the same name that's so cute isn't that funny and you're both southern from Tennessee and he's like you're not gonna believe this and I was like oh my god how funny um I always like we always DM and like send each other stuff on Instagram and nice he's like I'll he's help he's got good content too yes yeah funny. he's good I like his like fun kind food. of like no so fucks food. given yeah. <laughs> zero fucks given i love that yes that um, must be what i love about him <laughs> he's just yeah he's super fun he's like i don't care and he tells it how it is like you know i've also followed some of his uh restaurant suggestions too me too we just went to the one in the Avanti in Denver that he recommended. Oh, okay. It's called like Meta. Meta. What kind of food? It's Asian. Okay. 
He's visiting a lot of Asian places. He's big into the yeah. Asian. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I also really like his suggestions. I wouldn't. I wish he would do more bolder ones, though, because I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not in Denver that much. No. No. <laughs> I do love the food courts that we have in Boulder. Yes. Or I like Rosetta fun. Hall. Yeah. And I love the new Avanti. Avanti Boulder. Yep. Yeah. They're it's, so cute. They are. It's a great trend. It is. I'm it all is. about it. I, th- I know. I think they've... I mean, why it took so long to get here. I know. I don't know. I mean. It's weird. We're the last, the last one to get things. Yeah. (laughs) It just like makes me think about malls too. Like that. How many American malls are there left? Yes. Oh, I haven't been to a mall in years. No. Why would you? Oh, they bring back kind of weird memories yeah like Like weird smells and yeah like yeah middle school and high school and like cleaner yeah (laughs) weird oh well this is an ac oh yes oh my god yes it has been fun (laughs) sorry we can continue on the malls i mean let's continue (laughs) what's going on in those buildings it is weird actually to finish it off i just visited um panama and colombia oh nice like a month ago and it was really amazing um but right when we landed we had to like well we got our rental car and then we had to wait for some other friends so like the closest thing to like go get food was at a mall Oh my and it was the weirdest thing i was like i haven't been in a mall in years mm-hmm. and now we're in a mall in S- central america that it was they still do malls huge it was yeah. massive <laughs> there was four floors Oh and each God. floor, like the you put your card on the escalator. The food court was four floors. Like there was like a whole like adventure play thing. Wow. People were doing like the bungee jumping. Like there, it was like crazy. It was pe- malls are thriving in Central America. America. That's so, where they went. Yeah, <laughs> and then we just kept the food court. Yeah. I love the Which food I like. court. Yeah. yeah. Again. <laughs> I'm fine with it. <laughs> well, this has been a really fun 90s episode. Yes, it has. Theme. <laughs> Blast from the past. <laughs> so, so great. It was so great having you. Thank you for chatting Thank with you. me and Thank sharing you all me. your amazing knowledge and experience. I would love to have you back anytime. Anytime. <laughs> like, I have more questions, but I'm like, I know we should probably wrap it up. So we'll have to do this again. Yeah. And I'll see you on the 30th. Yes. 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 Yeah. So check out Mason Jar Events. Can you yeah. tell what's the handle and the website, you know? Yeah. It's at Mason Jar Event Group, um, masonjareventgroup.com. And you can get, I think we only have maybe 20 tickets left. Ooh. So we're almost sold out for this April event. So Yay. But yeah. if you don't make April event, look for their October, October. 14th. Yes. Harvest. Harvest. Yeah. So good. That'll be fun too. Yay. Awesome. Okay. Thanks all again. Right. Thanks to Carter. Thank you all for listening and watching and stay high. <laughs> <laughs>